Okay, so we, we don't need to do a welcome. No, you don't do anything. You just, right, you just, we just, we just, okay. we just, this is what we enter with. I, apparently, this will all be the conversation and something that happens in a year from now. Okay. Welcome, so got... future people. <laughs> <laughs> you're living. I hope you're enjoying a... those sky high interest rates. <laughs> <laughs> you're living in a world down. on fire. <laughs> Mother That's Nature right. is raging. Cheers. Oh, are we doing under Googleables? That was the plan. Super excited. Um, you told us we had to, sir. You said we signed up for it. In the end, it's going to be better and more true than Google can give you. Uh, so, typically, we try to answer questions that Google can't answer. Colson, in, 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 in a long-running segment called the under Googleables? I don't think that Google can't answer them. I think I think we try to become Google. Google answers them for us. Well, in the post-apocalyptic hellscape in which you know this, the world is now mired, there probably is no Google. Right? There is no Google. So this is so we are the best thing you can come up with. That's right. Yeah. All right. So we are the last uh, bastion of Google. Anyway, is there anything this last bastion of human knowledge can answer for you this week? So I have, I have a real brief story. I, of course, it's going to be too long. But um, I was I was in uh, Moab uh, with uh, a friend of the show um, and uh, Patreon, Mike Morrow, and his family were hanging out with his cousin's family, um, adorable kids. Um, Maya, the, the middle child, I think she's 11, decided she was going to tell uh, a ghost story. And um, I just want to—I just want to uh, relay the first two lines of the ghost story. A daughter and her mother moved to Oregon in the middle of nowhere with no Wi-Fi because their father had suddenly and mysteriously turned into a pillow. <laughs> hmm. That tracks. Line two, he no longer lived with them, but visited often. Hmm. That's a pretty solid opening to a story. It turned into a three-night story. It was, it was like, uh, yeah, so three fires uh, ghost story. Um, shout out to Maya. But this is going to be a shout out to Gustav, uh, Gustavo, um, uh, or Gus, uh, her older brother, who got really excited that we do under Google Bulls. And I assume he's listening now because I've hooked him up with the pod. And he, 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 he gave me lots of, of questions on, on the hike, uh, hikes up um, uh, in Moab. Um, but this is my favorite one, I think. Cold feet. Why do you get cold feet when you're going to get married? Mm. What does that mean? Where did it come mm. from? What's it about? And I thought, that's a really good question. So, Gustavo, we will figure it out better than Google for you. <laughs> so the the meaning, I guess, of cold feet is it's it's something that you're committed to, but at the last second you want to back out. Having second thoughts. You're having second you're thoughts. You're having second about. thoughts, right. Yeah. 
how is that related to cold feet? Is that like dipping your toes in a frozen pond? Or taking off your high heels so you can run away faster? Mm. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you're in so you're in the, the, the full bridal gown. You're in the real you're the six inch heels and you're like, ooh, I'm <laughs> six out. Six inch heels, yeah. And so mm. you just take off the, 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 the uh, heels and you just run for it. Yeah, yeah. I like this idea. <laughs> My feet got cold on the, the pavement while I ran out the back door. Cold feet. Do, is there, do we use it? Obviously, the most um, common usage is in relation to marriage, mm-hmm. at least in my mm-hmm. lifetime. Yeah, I don't, I don't uh, know is, another context. Do we use really. it in other contexts? Like, you, you can. I just, it's certainly most common with regard to marriage. Right, but it seems like it's borrowed from marriage. But I mean, you, you, I mean like, you could get if if you get cold feet about a job that you're going to take about or a job like that, or about a house like, you're going to buy or something yeah. i mean you could still use that but i i think we normally use it in in marriage which which i think helps us with the question or completely um, throws us off track we'll find or out later throws us off the the other thing the only thing that i could think of besides uh, putting your feet in cold water making you not want to get in the water because they were like oh my feet are too cold was um, graveyards. Hmm. I don't know why, but I feel like um, you you know you're you're down six feet cold. You know, there's some sort of like phrase from the Wild West where we're putting people in the ground and they've got cold feet. I don't know. I got nothing. Maybe it's Just a, making stuff uh, up. Shorthand for back in the day, like getting the heebie-jeebies or something like that. Like it's a it's a bad omen mm. type situation. Um, yeah, I don't know. Or like you know, if you you sense a storm coming, your knees swell up, that type of thing. You know, you get cold feet. That means bad juju is on the way. So you so you're you're associating cold feet with bad juju because that's why you would try to get out of a wedding. Right. I was I, I wasn't thinking sensing bad juju. I was thinking like I'm just chicken shit. Oh, okay. I see. So Okay. Mm-hmm. Your first thought, Colson, about the cold feet in the water, you're you're thinking like everybody's gonna go dive in the pond and then you stick your feet in, it's cold, right. and then you don't want to. So you're like, I'm not diving in. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's my idea. So I think it's that's not pretty it's strong. not so much it's not so much about juju, it's about I'm just chicken shit. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, that's that's a good one. I'm trying to think of other contexts in which you you experience cold feet. Like Ooh, while sleeping. Like if your feet come out from underneath the blanket, I get cold feet all the time. Sure. Yeah. yeah. You could potentially like it really doesn't change your behavior though. Yeah. Necessarily. Physiologically. It also depends on how old this goes back, right? Like I mean are we, is this post-invention of the sock? Or is this pre-invention of the sock? Well, yeah, I was going to say physiologically, right? So one of the outputs of nervousness is likely sweating. Mm. Um, so to sure. your point, Colson, if you are wearing socks, then, um, you know, that could potentially make your feet cold if they are wet. Sure. Yeah. Well, and that's also interesting because you think about, I mean, I, I know um, 
that uh, you know I, I've seen Die Hard, and mm-hmm. um, he gets super stressed out from from uh, flights, and he he makes uh, fists with his toes in the carpet um, to make himself feel better. Yeah, shoes off on the plane, big no no. No, no, no. Once he gets back, once he gets off the plane, ah, okay. And that's why he has no shoes in in, in the in the in the the plot of the movie. Um, but I think that that's probably closely related. Like I'm thinking, like maybe shoes off are are, are a connection to um, the ground. It's a, it's a grounding theory. I got nothing. I'm, I'm I got nowhere. Hmm. Cold feet are bad when the ground is cold. Is all I'm trying to get with. Yeah, I'm stumped on this one. I'm not, I'm not having any creative flashes of inspiration. Well, here. let's uh, maybe take some stabs at a time frame. What do you guys think this might have come about? Come about. Good question. This seems very old to me. Like Greekish or something. Ooh, okay. Okay. So so you would be, but because we associate it with weddings, is that is that informing your old schoolness? No, I just it just seems like an old wives' tale type thing mm-hmm. that goes back. Okay, many many years. I mean, maybe I'm just stuck on this bad juju idea. Yeah. Well, no, what do you, yeah, if you get cold feet, maybe you're gonna get sick, sort of thing. You know, like keep your mm-hmm. feet warm because mm-hmm. if you don't, mm-hmm. you'll get sick. That could be a thing. That could, could be go back a, a long way. A barefoot and pregnant aspect to that. Sure. Mm. Oh, well, yeah, for example, yeah. I, I think I'll probably go later just because the idea of voluntary marriage on a large scale was maybe mm, a little later. It was very uh, new. There's like no point yeah, like, in having cold feet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In, 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 at least in the way we currently understand it. Right. Along those lines, though, I did have a question: Is is the cold feet typically uh, in in the um, you know normative heteronormative you know male female relationship? Is it is it typically the groom or the bride that experiences cold feet? I I don't experience it, it as either. I I think it's a. I mean, I I have always understood it as either one that doesn't want to go to the. Um, the altar at the last minute. And I don't think about it as male or female. I could be wrong, but that's how I feel about it. I tend to think that as well, but I don't know. Harper, what do you think? Yeah, I don't know that I have any association either way either. Okay. Which is informative. Okay, so then you think, so when are we starting to get voluntary? That, like, that's a relatively new... Uh, yeah, so the 20s? Convention. <laughs> like when <laughs> yeah. I mean we, we haven't been doing voluntary marriage for that long <laughs> I mean I guess the peasants were doing that yeah for the peasants a long time. were and it, and it may be that we find that this is something that floated around in the vernacular for a while uh, before anybody but I mean put pen to paper but the thing on. is okay what, okay what about this then if it's not the peasants making the decision what if it's about the uh, the aristocracies mm-hmm. there you go well done um, that that is making a decision that, that, that that's getting um, sort of um, lined up for marriage, and the wealthy is 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 often where we get some of these phrases. You know, we get stuff from horse raising and and from um, 
you know, gambling and uh, death is normally, I think, where we get all our things. <laughs> so, so what if this is a, um, it's the wealthy people that have been uh, set up for marriage and then they have a question about it instead of like the, you know, sure. the peasants. Any idea how those two things will tie together? Yeah, well, I mean, it's a, the sense in which um, you would have to uh, reject some level of wealth to get out of this. How does that make your feet cold? Boy, it would be a big decision, and it might just uh, take all the blood out of your body and take it to your head. Your brain's working overtime. It's sort of a panic attack. Mm. Okay, okay. That's that's I I'm, I I like my uh, pond theory better. <laughs> yeah, I think that's pretty strong. So we're gonna let's go pond theory and what late nineteenth century or something like that. I yeah, go like old westy. Yeah, yeah like eighteen eighties, mid mid eighteen hundreds somewhere in there. Yeah. Okay. Post Civil War. American. Does this feel like a German phrase? No, the Germans mm. don't have feelings. <laughs> don't throw your baby out with the bathwater. <laughs> it's just it's just basically a rule. It's not about your feeling. You guys ready? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The origin of the term itself has been largely attributed to American author Stephen Crane, who added the phrase in 1896 to the second edition of his short novel, Maggie, A Girl of the Streets. Crane writes, I knew this was the way it would be. They got cold feet. So, Girls of the Streets got cold feet? Uh, that was the end of the... <laughs> that was the end of the quote. Uh, so, apprehension or doubt, strong enough to prevent a planned course of action. So, not necessarily wedding jitters solely. Uh, a loss of lack or courage. A wave of timidity or fear, fearfulness. Uh, the term is present in Seed, Time, and Harvest by Fritz Reuter, published in 1862. Ooh, 1862. And, that is Civil War. And a former professor of Italian at Princeton attributed the first use of the phrase de Volpone, produced by Ben Johnson in 1605. The true origin <laughs> of the first usage of the phrase remains debated and unconfirmed. So somebody has... They they think they could go back to 1605 potentially, and we're I mean, talking feet about feet are always cold. Yeah, we're talking about the psychological <laughs> effect: chilled hands and feet that arise from release of adrenaline in the moment of intense danger, or that in or that inactivity, the waiting before the action is taken, that will cause the feet to get cold. So okay, so the idea that yeah, in anxiety, your the the blood leaves your limbs was my second idea, not the not the uh, pond idea. There's a Lombard proverb, let's see, in the Italian phrase, aver freddo ai piede, or to be cold in the feet means to have no money. So maybe it comes from gambling? Or dowry? (laughs) Yeah. No, yeah, there you go, yeah. So... There are very few references to it between 1605 and the late 1800s. 
Yeah, there's that's a lot of that's stuff all according out here. to Slate. I've got the idioms.com going with um, Presbyterian missionaries in the 1800s as an excuse to back out of something. Man cannot be converted while suffering from cold feet or an empty stomach. All right, let's see. So Mental Floss has some other uh, theories that are just fun to play around with here. So uh, one theory has it that uh, cold feet came into use when soldiers who developed frostbite on their toes were subsequently unable to serve. Uh, The phrase was meant to be taken But in what war? Does it say? This is World War II. People who were reluctant to serve in World War II were said to be cold footers. Uh, but the the origin of cold feet uh, predates that, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's the gambling thing. So it's basically gambling is the only other thing. Uh, let's <laughs> it's see. always gambling. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or death. Mm. So that Fritz Reuter German novel published yeah, in 1862, he used it twice, but it involved jokes about losing their nerves and in both cases the person getting cold feet is a shoemaker oh very clever that's a good joke sure because he doesn't sounds better in the german (laughs) (laughs) he's making shoes but he's not wearing them but nobody no there's nothing about putting your feet in the pond and not wanting to dive in huh no because that's my best idea boo no but, uh, I mean, it was a physiological reaction. It happened in the late 1800s. We touched all that stuff, so. Shh. I'm going to say we nailed it. Mm-hmm. Nailed it. And I also did mention the Germans, and there's some precedent of the 1600s. In yeah, Germans. and the English, Americans, and Europeans to cover your bases. <laughs> we basically hit everything. We, got, we nailed this. <laughs> you don't have to look for Google in the post-apocalyptic world. We got this. We got this. As long as we keep our beacon going and keeping these undead Googleables <laughs> going out into the podcast universe. All right. Well, there you go, Gustavo. That's right. We did not answer your question. <laughs> we did, but <laughs> you That's the fun of the game. <laughs> asked the right question. Um, he's a uh, he's a swimmer. He's a diver. I think he's interested in cold feet. So. He probably has cold feet all the time in the sense that his feet are cold because he swims. Maybe when he gets on a really high dive board, he's got a little little nervous. Sure. Um, I've got a lot of other questions from him that we will use over the next multiple years. Shout out, Gus. Shout out. 